What is up? All my After Hours entrepreneurs out there, what is cracking? I am stoked to have you here today because we are here to take our side hustle to the next level, to go full-time, to make all those changes that we want to see in the world. And today we are joined by none other than co-founder of Sports One Marketing, best-selling author. He's ranked one of the top business coaches in the world, David Meltzer. Now, listen, I've done a lot of interviews and everyone is special in their own unique way. But quite frankly, this is the type of episode that you need to listen to a few times is I was doing the interview with David. He was saying things that I had never heard before. But when you hear someone like David say it, it just makes so much sense. One of the things that David had said during this meeting that has been a huge impact on me is if it takes less than two minutes, do it now. I'm so caught up in batching everything, putting everything off to later. But this type of engagement and interaction with your fans and your family, your business partners is so impactful. Don't save it for later. If it takes less than two minutes, do it now. That was something I never heard anyone actually say before, but it makes so much sense. And I'm really glad that David shared that there are a ton of great excerpts from this episode. Please enjoy. Make sure that you subscribe to the podcast because you do not want to miss the tips, tools, and tactics from experts like David. This is the place to be if you want to take your side hustle full-time. I also want to encourage you to smash the link in the notes here. I want you to join the absolutely free community over on Facebook. This is for all the after-hours entrepreneurs out there. You need backup. You need people in your corner. You need to be teaming up and surrounding yourself with the right people. If you want a backstage pass to how to do that, join the After Hours Entrepreneur Family over on Facebook. It is a completely free group and you will not be disappointed. With all that said, I could go on and on, but David, my friends, is about to drop tons of knowledge bombs. So let's get into this interview with David Meltzer. David Meltzer, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. This is my kind of place to be. I am a side hustler, so I'm excited to be here. Love it. Love it. Me as well. Glad to have you here. And I want to get right into it. You've worked with tons and tons of people over your years here on earth. And I'm curious, what is the common denominator that you see in successful entrepreneurs? Not only successful entrepreneurs, but celebrities, athletes, entertainers, billionaires, millionaires, and entrepreneurs, the most common denominator is simply that they must be what they can be. The only way people stop you from being what you can be is when you quit. 99% of the people quit before they're 25% of the way there. Of the 1% that continue on, another 99% quit before they're 50% of the way there. The 1% of the 1% simply are people that must be what they can be. They see pain as a turn signal, not a stop sign. They just keep moving and angling in a different direction, and they end up in a place better than they ever thought they'd be. So that's an interesting point. You must be what you can be. So what that sounds a lot like to me is perseverance, right? Per persevering, because that's that's really difficult, especially when you start comparing yourselves to all these huge business owners and entrepreneurs like, like yourself. But one of the things I kind of struggle with, and I'm kind of curious for your opinion on this, David, is perseverance and persistence versus self-awareness. How can we actually tell if we're on the right path or not? So here's what we have to do is, number one, we have to understand we have control of our mindset as well as our heart set. So we have control of what we think, say, do, believe, our unconscious competencies like our personality traits, characteristics, obsessions, and addiction require self-awareness. So we can control our mindset and our heart set of how we feel, but we have to elevate our awareness 
of those unconscious competencies. We have to elevate our awareness of the ego-based consciousness when we have a need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, anxious, guilty, frustrated, angry, any of these feelings. And if we can practice raising our awareness the same way we would practice anything else. And I think what comes to mind when you were asking the question is this idea, it's more than just being in persevering and being persistent. It's enjoying the consistent every day, persistent without quit, pursuit of your own potential. So many entrepreneurs get in their own way because they don't have the self-awareness of the unconscious competencies or the ego-based consciousness in which gets in their way, and then they end up quitting because of it, if they can enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of their potential, not wanting what other people want for you, because people will laugh at you, scoff at you, make fun of you, then they'll applaud you. Or even worse, most entrepreneurs, they quit because they're voting for what they don't want in their life. They're using fear and that unconscious competency, personality traits, characteristics, obsessions, and addictions to stop them from getting what they want because they start focusing in on the mountain, not the power that they have to get over the mountain. And, you know, I see that all the time. And the mountain gets bigger when you concentrate on the mountain. When you concentrate on the power to get over the mountain, the mountain gets really small. Yeah, I, I think at least for me personally, I just focus on just being a little bit better than yesterday. And it, I think that over time, that is really going to compound. How important do you think it is that you sh you're surrounding yourself with the right people? Because if I'm hearing you correctly, y you need to embrace the suck, so to speak. How, how did the right people surrounding you? Uh, That's the most important thing, surrounding yourself with the right people, the right ideas. People ask me, how the hell did I lose $100 million, over $100 million in 2008? And I simply tell them two things. One, I did not surround myself with the right people, the right idea. And two, I had no humility. Humility is the ability to ask for help. Uh, and if I was going to give myself advice at 12, 22, 32, 42, or even today at 52, it's two words that sit on my nightstand, radical humility. I consistently ask one question. I don't see people as gatekeepers anymore. I don't see them as those mountains anymore. I see everyone. My mindset is when I come upon Mark coming into this podcast for side hustling, I see you as a sponsor. I see you as a power sponsor, someone that knows somebody that can help me or can help me yourself and knows somebody that can help me. My universe is expanding and accelerating and growing at such a pace. It's extraordinary because on average, most people know about a thousand people today. When I was young, you were lucky if somebody knew their golf group, card game or church group. You got five or six people that can help you. You know, my 10 year old got 1500 followers. He can help me more than my entire uh, community when I grew up in Akron, Ohio. That's, that's funny. That's funny. It's, it's amazing how connected we are, especially our kids as well. But do you ever feel like having that massive connectivity can be almost a detriment because we're always distracted by all these, all these things that are going on around us, right? It's hard to stay focused. And, you know, again, I've, I've just got all these friends, all these different places, and it's hard to tell who's actually genuine or not. Do you have any recommendations for that? Absolutely. You can't find outside of you what you don't see inside of you. So the three things that we need to know inside of us is our own signal, the strength of that signal, the spectrum of our signal of who we're trying to reach and resonate with, and then three, the clarity of our message. What, what are we trying to do? What's our what? Not our why. The why will come when you know your what by taking inventory of values every day, not being afraid of being a hypocrite. So I think if you understand what's inside of you by taking inventory of your personal, experiential, giving and receiving values, you are only going to be more excited to have a wider spectrum where people get in trouble is where I got in trouble when I was young. I wanted to please everyone. 
You know, I could go to a party. I was a complete chameleon. Oh yeah. I, I love that. Oh, I hate that. What, which one are you? You know, and I would look and feel lost. And I think that's what happens a lot of times today is that everyone feels completely lost, separate and anxious because they're trying to please everyone and they're overwhelmed. Like you said, whereas I look within and because I have control of my mindset, because I have control of my heart set and I know my values within, I allow that huge spectrum of 4.4 billion people and growing every single day to hear my frequency and be attracted to me. And I am very critical with those people that are aligned. So I have a great variance chain of feeding. Uh, it was told to me when I was young, you know, either people put weight on or take weight off of you. I have a variance chain. People in variance degrees feed me. In variance degree, I'm going to feed them. People in variance degrees don't feed me. In variance degrees, I'm going to engage with them. People that bleed me in variance degrees, I'm going to let them fall away all the way to actually take activity to fire them from my life. So that feeding chain from those who feed you to those who bleed you allow you to send that frequency and attract those people and qualify and vet them in order to effectuate the most productivity, accessibility, and gratitude in your life. Wow. Wow. Okay, so this is this is really interesting, and because sometimes the people that that are most important to you, right, that are going to feed that variance degree, they they kind of get they tend to get left off to the side. I mean, I, I sometimes struggle with this. I've been married for uh, over five years now. I've been with my wife for over twelve, but sometimes she'll say things to me like, "Mark, I feel like you're somewhere else. You're you're not being present here with me right now," and and that's a concern, right? Because I'm building this side hustle. We're building these businesses so that we can spend more time with our family. But do you ever feel like that's a struggle? And how can we navigate that that balance? Oh my gosh, I've struggled through that for years and years and years. And I've come up with the best solution uh, that has worked for me over the last 13 years. I've been married 23 years. I've known my wife since I've been four. So that's 48 years. Uh, I've been dating her for, you know, uh, almost what 28. So, uh, we're, we're a, a long time thing. And I was a moron and an idiot because I didn't follow this direction. Like anything else, two minutes a day is worth more than two hours on a Saturday. I vacation every day of my life. I meditate every day of my life. I spend a minimum of 30 minutes a day with my wife every day, seven days a week. I spend a minimum of 30 day, minutes, minutes with my 10 year old son. I spend a minimum of two minutes with my three teenage daughters, a minimum of one minute. Why? Because two minutes a day is worth more than two hours on a Saturday. When you have that consistent, persistent relationship, when you're there, I just went through an executive coaching with a very, very uh, successful person who's having the exact same challenge, mm. right? That his wife is not secure in the fact that their relationships were at. So she's actually utilizing activity in order to prove that he loves her. In other words, qualify that she's a priority. The only thing your family should not be a priority over is your health, because you can't give what you don't have. And if you don't take care of yourself, you're never going to take care of your family. So me, prioritize my adaptable routine is a minimum of an hour a day on my health every day, no matter what, before I do anything else, then the minimum of time with my family, then a minimum of my time studying. Studying is the mathematical equation of luck. It's what I pay attention to plus what I give intention to equals the coincidences I want in my life. So I study things. I focus in on them. I give it my think, say, do, believe, and the unconscious competencies aligned with it. So spend a minimum amount of time. Don't You don't have to tell your wife you've done this, but you'll be surprised when you're like, hey, let's go on date night. Hey, let's go for a walk. Hey, I just wanted to call to see what I could do for you. Watch how you develop 
an incredibly intimate relationship with a minimum of time, as long as you do it seven days a week and don't zero it out. Once that security is there, that you are doing what you're doing, because you have an insecurity that she doesn't appreciate that you're doing this for them, right? It's the greatest showman problem. If you haven't seen that movie, right. it's not or you're an idiot. It's my favorite movie. But, you know, he does all these things to almost lose his family. Right. I did the same thing all the way through 2006. And I that movie just resonates with me. And I think it's one of the key lessons, the side hustle. Remember why you're doing it. Know your what, but remember why you're doing it and prioritize that over what you're doing. Super, super powerful stuff here because if you're building this business, you got to make sure that you, you stay true to your end goal, which again, I think for most of us is, is to reach that level of happiness. And of course, we're talking to David Meltzer here. You can find out more at dmelter.com slash training. Hey, Mark here. Thank you so much for listening. Why don't you go ahead and tell a friend about how much you're learning on the show today. This is the After Hours Entrepreneur. And thank you for subscribing. It means so much to me. Listen, let's get back into this masterclass with David Meltzer. And so I want to talk about this a little bit, Dave, because this is fascinating. You've been offering these free training sessions for 20 years. What was your motivation to start this free training session? Well, I ran the most notable sports agency in the world, a place called Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment. And one of the things that I love to train on uh, for me was to empower people how to make more money, help more people and have more fun. So my expertise over 20 years ago was in sales. And so I wanted to teach people how to sell. And I thought there was selling and everything that has evolved, especially during COVID where we have, you know, over 20,000 people registered. It's my number one downloaded Spotify actually features it. They have a playlist for all my trainings. Uh, you know, my, the playbook's one of the top podcasts in the world, but it's amazing because I've opened up this entire universe and I do everything from, yeah, sales training, uh, five to thrive negotiation training, but I do buy low, sell high training, side hustle training. Uh, I do also ultimate ego training, worthiness training. I do some other things that I feel are implicit in, and it's all free. I give all my books for free. I sign them and send them out and pay for shipping. I give exercises and guides for free. I give my email out to everyone. It's right there, david at dmelzer.com. You can david at dmelzer.com. Email me. You can join all these things for free because my mission, you said it earlier, is simply to empower over a billion people to be happy. I want to change the collective consciousness of the world by changing a billion people's perspective to happiness and abundance. So I need a thousand people like Mark on this show that I know in his lifetime will empower over a billion people by empowering a thousand to empower a thousand. A thousand times a thousand is a million, a million times a thousand is a billion. Mark and I can actually change the world with what we do and the side hustle to support us. I love that. I love that mission a lot. And it's really interesting what you say. If I can empower a thousand people to empower another thousand, you've reached a million and it just compounds from there. Because one of the things that I'm seeing a lot, of, you don't have to do this, right? You're a millionaire. You're set. You could sit back and relax. Um, and I, but I've seen this. I tried, I tried that once, by the way, if there's any like entrepreneurs that must be what they can be, don't do it. Oh my God. That's <laughs> the worst thing I ever did was to sit back and relax. The devil's workshop will sit around you all day long. Trust me, do not do it. Stay on your path to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. Sorry. I had to tell. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. If you're not growing, you're shrinking. Right. And we, we, yeah. we certainly don't want that. Another thing you just mentioned, David, I think it's really interesting is how, you know, you put a, a large value on sales. And, and I think that for a lot of people, they're, they're afraid to sell themselves. We have this imposter syndrome. I'm kind of curious on your side, David, have you ever felt imposter syndrome? Like I shouldn't be doing this. I'm not good enough. Have you ever felt that way? 
absolutely. I still fight it. Like I said, radical humility sits the two words on my nightstand. I People ask me, what would you teach yourself? I would teach myself to ask for help. Think about how humble you have to be to say, hey, I'm going to spend my time not figuring this out, but actually finding someone that's where I want to be and asking them for directions. And the cool thing is I stopped seeing through that imposter syndrome, through the feeling that I wasn't worthy, even when I had hundreds of millions, even when I was broke, it's the exact same feeling. What I learned was there were no gatekeepers in my life. I used to go around thinking I'm the super salesman. I can oversell, back and sell, lie, manipulate, cheat. I can sell you, get around you, through you, under you. Instead, there's this little key around the biggest walls in the world and it's called a humility. Mm. And you just turn the key and ask for help knowing a certain question that nobody's a gatekeeper. I have a mindset that everyone in the world is here to help me. They're a sponsor or a power sponsor. So all I need to do, knowing that they're a sponsor, a power sponsor, people like you is say, Matt, Mark, do you know anyone that can help me? I'm trying to get as many people as I can to my free trainings on Friday, David at dmelzer.com. Please, can you invite more people to come? It's free. Do you know anybody that can help you? And Mark's going to say, I can help you. And I know a ton of people that can help you because he's a sponsor and a power sponsor. Once you change your mindset that people are through you, not to you and for you, the whole world becomes your possibility, probability, and perspective. I love that. I love that. That that is super, super powerful. I have another quick question here before we get into the the rapid fire uh, section, David. Um, You're talking and mentioning about how your goal is to give, 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 give. You're giving, giving, giving. And I'm wondering, you grew up with very little, right? Grew up poor. Do you feel like there's a correlation between that, between growing up with nothing and wanting to give back? Yeah. So it's interesting because it had to shift. I grew up with the philosophy, the more you give, the more you get. And I had to transition from the world of not enough to just enough, you know, not enough where everything happened to me as a victim to just enough where everything happened for me. I bought things I didn't need to impress people I didn't even like. But even moreover, I had to shift to this abundant world of more than enough. And one of the most interesting things about growing up with nothing that's a huge advantage is that if you believe money buys happiness and love, as I did, and you believe the more you give, the more you receive, it leaves all your options open. So it is a great positive that you're always, you're not as apt to be stuck into my mom wants me to be doctor, lawyer, or failure, or you know pressure to do, because you're only looking to get out of that hole. Now, the interesting thing is through that process of growth, I learned that you it's not what I give to receive. It's a really unique shift. It's I receive. So everything I do is to receive because I'm worthy of everything I receive. I'm not uh, an imposter anymore. I am worthy of it. I focus 100% of my time on receiving to come through me with appreciation, meaning I add my gratitude. I find the light, the love, and the lessons, and I add my value to it through me to everything else. So free will is only used as a cleanser. Now, I'll explain this to you. Free will, like I am a, I mean, I'm a ferocious Buddha, meaning that nobody's more competitive, fierce, and and persistent than me. I'm like a little train that could, you know, all the Rudy and Rockies, and I'm that guy. But I use all of that free will instead of to get to my objective, to already know that it already exists. I use it to clean 
the connection, the interference, corrosion, void shortages, and obstacles that I've created between me and everything, between me and the powerful source, light, and lessons, and the abundance that I'm already connected to, and allow it to come through me, then I use that same fierce attitude to clean the connection between me and everyone else so that I don't see them as gatekeepers, as interference, as competitors, but a tree instead has no branches. I don't see one branch, someone else going to war against me. I don't have attacking thoughts, judgments, or conditions. And when I do, I'm in the practice of cleaning them out, knowing that I'm already connected through what I need to be connected through, from, through, and to everything I need. Wow, this, this is some deep, deep stuff. I'm probably gonna need to re-listen to this episode a few times to, to catch all this. But what it sounds like is a rising tide raises all ships, which is 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 really not the common thought when it comes to business. Everyone's a competitor. Um, so I, I, I love that. I love that. Of course, you can find out a lot more at dmelter.com slash training. Go check out everything Dave's doing. Also, great YouTube channel as well. So make sure you check out David on YouTube. Uh, Dave, before I let you go, I got you for about 60 seconds here. Let me ask you something. If you woke up in the morning, there was only one business task you could do for the day. What would you do? Give to others. So I do good deeds. I always say, be kind to your future self. Do good deeds. If you're sitting at home during COVID, during this pandemic, and you have uncertainty, which always exists, great accelerated change, and you're depressed, anxious, frustrated, even suicidal. Look, if you're suicidal, go seek professional help. But I'll tell you one thing that helps everybody. If you can do one thing, start focusing on what good you can do. Go pick up trash. Go put the carts back at the grocery store. Go help somebody else. You'll immediately clear that interference that I'm talking about. Not just between you and the other people you're helping, but between you and the truth, you and your potential. And I promise you, with that unbelievable power that you're connected to, that light, that love and lessons that always exist. Remember, pain is not a stop sign. Mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, financial pain that you may be in is not here to stop you. It's a turn signal. It's an indicator that you have something to learn. So get excited about learning it. Let it push you in a better direction to a better situation to make your life better, happier, more abundant. You can make more money, help more people, and have more fun. Please, everybody, join me on Fridays. It's free. If you miss it, the replays are featured on Spotify. The playbook, it's on Entrepreneur Magazine, the Entrepreneur Media, featured there. Every platform, I am here to empower you, to empower others, to be happy, to make more money, help more people, and have more fun. We can do it with a side hustle. You can do it every single day. Thank you so much, Mark. I certainly appreciate this quick 20 minutes. David, it is my pleasure. Thanks for sharing the value. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Wow. This was one of my favorite episodes. And again, one of the episodes that I think you need to listen to a few times to really absorb everything that David is talking about. I think a lot of people, when they're providing value online, it's it's very top end, right? It's this very kind of like obvious advice. But David is just, he's really getting down into some really deep concepts. This was one of the more difficult interviews I had done because he would say things and I'd never heard them before. And so I wasn't exactly sure how to interact or go deep or so. Again, thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. There are some amazing, amazing entrepreneurs coming on the show that are going to give you the tips, tools, and tactics to take your side hustle full-time. Don't miss out. Subscribe right now. I'm just honored to be on this journey with you, and I cannot wait to watch your story evolve. You can share that on the Facebook group. It's a free group, totally free to you. You're invited. Click the link below. And with all that said, I will catch you here next time on the Afters Hours Entrepreneur. This is Mark Svant signing off. Peace.